0: David.
1: Hi, Jeremy. <laughs> How are <laughs> you, you doing?
0: doing?
1: Oh, I'm doing good. We're hanging out in the Channel Nine studio, and I guess this is actually the executive building where Sachi comes Before you go out. too
0: far, I always welcome people into Code Chat. Oh, so thank you. I'm going to do that now. Oh. Thank you for joining us on Code Chat. I'm your host, Jeremy Foster, and I'm talking to my colleague David Crook. How are you? I already asked that. You already asked <laughs> me that. Yeah, we're, we're we're hanging out, having a good time. I had way too much coffee. <laughs> It's been a long week. We're in actually David is in town for TechReady, a really big conference. It's like a internal Microsoft conference. It's like some of the ones that you go to, except it's only Microsoft employees and all the product groups are telling all of us how everything works. A very, very secret. We're not really allowed to talk about it that much, but we're going to tell you everything right now. So forget I said anything.
1: <laughs> Have you learned anything? I've, yes, a lot of things. I don't know how much I'm allowed to talk about. Can you talk about it? I can talk about what I talked about. (laughs) What did you talk about? What I talked about was we did continuous delivery on IoT Core. What does that mean? Uh, That means uh, when you do a check-in into GitHub, uh, one of the really hard things is uh, getting the code onto like an embedded device, like a Raspberry Pi or something. Like right now- Why is that hard? Well, because you have to have the actual IP of the device if you want to remotely deploy to it and it changes. It doesn't have a name. I can't just like go on the internet, type it and uh, ping David's Raspberry Pi, you know. So uh, when it's moving around like on a boat, for example, I knew I was going to work in boats today. (laughs) Uh, If you put it on a boat and the boat goes from like the Dominican Republic back into Miami, well, the IP address has changed like a million times and it's a huge issue like trying to deploy code to this thing. So, So how does it
0: work? How does it actually find that moving target?
1: Uh, So what it is, is we built a little service that lives on the Raspberry Pi, and uh, when you push an update to GitHub, um, it goes through the TFS build service and then deploys that code into an Azure blob store and tells a web API that the latest version is sitting at this URL in Azure Blob Storage. Then the device kind of syncs up with home every, we did like every 20 seconds. You could probably do it like every couple days. Especially if it's a boat. <laughs> Especially if it's a boat, yeah. The boat's probably out at sea every for Every week days. is fine. <laughs> yeah, once a week is totally fine. Yeah. And then um, it'll go and download the new package, uh, sideload it, and then it will uh, load that and set it as the default package before uninstalling the primary package then reboot the device and now your new package is the latest version of the code deployed out to production.
0: Okay, and this doesn't have to be a Raspberry Pi, right? It's just anything running Windows 10 IoT Core?
1: Anything running Windows 10 IoT Core and uh, apparently there's this new like Node.js thing that I gotta go research that does the same thing. Well, not Node.js, but the package that does the same thing in Node.js. what's it called? I don't know. Okay. This is one of those cool secret things. I don't know how much some guy in the crowd said, "Hey, by the way, there's this Node.js thing." is like, oh, I'm gonna kick you out of my session right about <laughs> now. <laughs> well,
0: that's uh, awesome because we can run Node.js. So there's multiple. On the raspberry yeah, yeah, we've got lots of choices.
1: So really, anything that can uh, run Node.js, I guess the ESP8266. That thing runs Node, doesn't it? No, it no? doesn't. No, yeah. it runs
0: something called a Node MCU, which is a kind of a, a different flavor. You JavaScript guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. It would be awesome, and I, and they're actually working on another version of the ESP8266. I forgot where they're at with it, if it's out yet already or not. But it may. I don't know.
1: Do I have to buy a whole new 8266? You've got
0: to you've got to outlay another two bucks. Uh,
1: man, another $2. <laughs> but, you know, I buy so many of these things, I'm like, I'm going to go spend 50 bucks on eighty-two sixty-sixes. By the way, one week later, there's a whole new one, yeah, and it now, works better. Like,
0: now you've got to buy 20 gosh, more of them.
1: 20 more.
0: So there were a lot of sessions at TechReady on the subject of IoT. It's kind of a big subject these days.
1: Yeah, I mean, I feel like uh, when I was watching some of the executive talks, it was basically IoT analytics. It was like... So I'm feeling pretty good about the skill set bets I've been making <laughs> lately. It's basically yeah. our data, data science, and this like embedded things. So I got like little robots at home and i yeah. um, feeling really good about that. Uh, they say that IoT is going to be, what, $6 trillion? And then big data is like $6 trillion, So
0: And if yeah. you look at the number of devices that are going to be out, it's just gigantic. Oh, yeah. It's pretty I mean, astounding. Well, I'm going to,
1: well, I was actually uh, on my flight over, I got to sit next to a spine surgeon. Oh, wow. It was kind of interesting. So what this dude does is uh, people who have uh, chronic pain in their spine, uh, primarily athletes and older folks, he has this little device that he puts into your spine, and it sends neural messages like micro, microamps, I think it was microamps or nanoamps, mm-hmm. uh, to specific nerves so that it deactivates the pain on hmm. your spine. And then that has kind of like a gateway that's also embedded into your body that can sync up with their cloud.
0: So do they have to install a Raspberry Pi <clears throat> in you?
1: No, it's like this really <laughs> micro thing that they specially built. and okay. then, um the cool thing that he said about it was it uses the heat of your body to recharge itself. And because it only oh, needs wow. to use nano amps yeah. to push signals to certain nerves, it's a self-sustaining, self-charging system that's yeah. embedded completely in your body, and it's so small nobody can see it.
0: Okay, good. So I don't have to, like, lay on a key charger or something like no, that. No, but it, it <laughs>
1: sounds very Matrixy. I Yeah, <laughs> like, sure Next does. we're going to have ones, like, embedded into my brain. That's going to send micro amps at my brain. And now I'm going to be running away from, uh, shoot,
0: what was his name? Mr. Anderson. Mr. Anderson, (laughs) yeah. Mr. Anderson is going to come after me and it's going to be terrifying. Okay, so your subjects are IoT and analytics. Those are two big data and machine learning and all that stuff.
1: Those are the two really, really big facets. (laughs) I do have to spend some time on web dev and things like that, uh,
0: API manager. Um, you have to spend some time on web. You are not you're not gaining any points with my audience. Oh, yeah. I have a big web dev following.
1: Yeah, I, I don't want to spend time doing web dev. I just want to make robots and analyze data. But apparently, there's this like internet thing that's in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and yeah. It's pretty important. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I, that sucks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> OK, now, I don't know if you guys know this. Uh, maybe you watch a lot of Channel 9, maybe not. But you can go right to channelline.msdn.com slash niners slash and then you're DR Crook, right? Yeah, DR Crook. So Dr. slash niners slash DR Crook. And you'll get to see all of the content that David has produced on Channel 9. So if you're interested in big data, you're learning it, or if you're interested in IoT and you're learning that, you can go there and just see a list of all of his stuff. And of course, mine's Code Foster if you're looking for that. And then we also have a new show that is, uh, it's on the Maker Topic, so it's going to include a bit of IoT. And yeah. and you're also in that space, and so you just contributed your first episode.
1: Yeah, episode one was really cool. I, I, I was like, what am I going to do? Oh, you can make electricity out of lemons. So like... <laughs> First thing I did is we're going to do this cooking show style. Get some lemons, we're going to link them up together so that they can produce a lot of electricity. Then we're going to start powering stuff with lemons.
0: Why not? You know what? <laughs> I thought it was really interesting to see, even though I, I knew that conceptually it was possible, it was really cool on his video to, to see the LED light up and know there are no batteries doing this.
1: Yeah. And if you add enough lemons, yeah, I had this really crazy concept. I was, uh, I didn't actually go do it because it was going to be kind of expensive. I wanted to buy like 30 lemons and wire them up in series and see if we could blow something up. Oh, my gosh. That would be kind of fun. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah, you know, One lemon seems to produce about one volt, so if you add another lemon, you get another volt. So... Well, you can produce 30 volts with 30 lemons. Oh, good idea. So if we get 100 lemons or 120, if you have 120 lemons, you can get 120 volts. You, and can you can power p- your TV. Yeah, put it in a backpack and run around and chase people. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Hook it up to a capacitor and charge it, and you could really shock people because those discharge really fast. Yeah. Oh, I love blowing things up. It would be fun. I saw a cool video where you can put a capacitor in water and wire it up to something like
1: that. I don't see just wiring it like this. In my videos, <laughs> I could have did this like, let's Great take big this gloves. lead and touch it to this one with my bare hands. That's dangerous. I should have said don't do that. Yeah, yeah.
0: Do not attempt this at home. I think that's our qualifier. Um, there, there was one more thing I was going to say about the lemons. Uh, oh, I was gonna, I was wondering if you compared the cost of energizers... To the cost of lemons and what was it? Copper mesh and... Energizer batteries are way cheaper. They're way cheaper. (laughs) Yeah, But,
1: you know, because we get, uh, you know, when you're doing for Microsoft, you have to uh, represent everybody equally because nobody wants to have special attention. I have Uh a Duracell battery in there too. Oh, I see.
0: Equal opportunity. Equal
1: opportunity. You got to have Duracell, then you have to have Energizer, then you have to have some no-name brand that you picked up from some other
0: place. Okay, so the lemon method doesn't scale. It's interesting, but it just doesn't scale.
1: No, but if you want to be MacGyver, you know, and you're stuck, and you need to, like, flip a switch or something, then
0: uh, you go grab some lemons, yeah. Works really good in South Florida. Okay, let's finish up. Thanks for watching us on Code Chat. Is hey, there anything else you wanted to add? Nah. Nah. Cool. Cool. All right. Thank See you, you guys. Thanks for joining us. Bye.